Get ready to speak geek. People who get it, get it. This is the Geek Speak Show. Geek is spoken here. They're listening. You're consuming. You're watching with your ears. Oh, you just listen. This is the Geek Speak Show. Hosted by the main speaker of Geek, Henry San Miguel. And interviews with the movers and shakers in geek culture. Hi, I'm Chris Hardwick. Hey, this is Todd McFarland. I'm Ralph Bakshi. Hi, this is Tara Platt. And this is Yuri Lowenthal. I'm Zach Whedon. Here's the speaker for the geek, Henry San Miguel. Here I am speaking for the geek on the last ever Geek Speak Show episode. Well, for 2013 at least. So today it's gonna be just me, you know, Joel and, and, and Rachel are not around because they are getting ready for something that's happening in January of 2014. Yeah, I'm already thinking about that year because uh, I'm done. But in here is we're gonna make a big announcement. Not that, but I'm gonna make a big <laughs> announcement. Our former now producer. And all you are thinking, wait, wasn't she there originally in the beginning? Now she's back again. Now she's gone again. Not really. You're not gone, are you? No. Still Angel, here. by the way, is what I'm talking about. <laughs> so you're not going to be the producer for the Geek Speak show because... Well, you go ahead. It's just your thing. Well, you tell everybody because why. I'm very, very, very happy to say I get to explore the paranormal on Worlds Unknown. What does that mean? No, she's not going to get in the rocket and fly. Well, you're not, are you? No, not that I know of. You'd take as if you were. Yeah. I wouldn't get in it, but you'd still invite us at least. I'm pretty sure I have insurance in there. Well... Don't say who, because they haven't sponsored the show yet. Like I mentioned, I mentioned, um, when was it, about a week, no, about a, week, uh, a month ago, I, I, I asked all of you, can you guys send me uh, your ideas for podcast? I figured, you know what, what the hell, I'll just throw it out there, let's see what happens. Guess what happened? I was inundated with a bunch of uh, requests and podcasts. We are going to kick off the uh, the Geek Speak podcast network in January. There's a bunch of people that, that and I knew they would. I had, I had a feeling that, okay, there was a little bit of doubt, but I had a feeling that they were going to come through in the end, and they did. So we have, what is it, about 12, 12 shows yeah. right now. Yours is one of them because, and I kind of had this feeling, I mentioned it on the, on the air you one time you feeling. were here with me, <laughs> that uh, I said, you know, I, I just gave an example. I didn't tell you guys what to say or what to do, but I, I said, you know, if you want, if you, if any of you want to do a paranormal show, you can, or a cosplay show, or anything like that. When I said paranormal show, I went ding ding. Yeah, I could see it in your face. You just didn't say anything, but um, we talked about it, and you said, yeah, I'm gonna do that. So that's gonna be, you know, I was gonna save it, uh, surprise you as we start slowly rolling them out, but Angel let it out, uh, let the black cat out of the bag. And let you know exactly what it is now. So what, what real quick, exactly what is it going to be? So about? we're going to talk about the paranormal, aliens, uh, Area 51, conspiracy theories, cults, the occult. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Ouija boards. Ouija boards. Well, you're not going to do it in well, this that's, studio. That's not going to be, I don't think, sold as a hot item on Black Friday. But Go to Toys R Us, it will. Maybe. I, I'm not going to get one. Uh, too scared. Uh, you can build one, you know. Yeah, build them. Let's see if they come. Uh, see, I wonder why you're doing this show. We're already talking about this. It's not even October. It's not. We just went through Halloween and we're talking about it's, this already. It's never over for me. I'm still reading a couple of books on so, the occult. Wait, stop. You're letting. You're literally letting the black cat out of the bag. So here's what, what's going to happen. We're going to. This is the uh, like I said, the last episode. Not ever, but this last episode for 2013 for the Geek Speak Show. We're going to start as we as I always do with TV talk. What happened? Not a lot of things because everybody's kind of slowing down and going on break too. Um, AMC's The Walking Dead is having their mid-season finale as this coming Sunday. 
Sleepy Hollow is not the finale, but they're going to go on a two-week break. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not a finale, but they're coming out to it, but they're also going on a two-week break. Um, it's the perfect time to catch up. So, yeah. So, let's start with that one, actually, with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the last, new episode of, um, last night. Um, at Chloe Bennett, who plays Sky on the show, she she's one of our followers, as is, um, you know him as AC, Agent Colson, Clark Gregg. She tweeted that, you know, get, get under the covers, because tonight's episode is going to be really scary. Why they didn't do this in October, I don't know, but okay, whatever. You and I, we both like scary stuff anyway. But this this dealt with ghosts. I was going to call you, but since you didn't bother to watch the pilot, I didn't want you to jump in on this one. Oh, but it was about marathon. it was yeah. about ghosts uh, or a ghost, I should say. And, and at first it starts uh, as uh, they think the person has um, telekinetic abilities or is a mutant. In other words, like like Nightcrawler, you can bam from one place to another. That's cool. But the twist is, is that she's well, she says when Colson asks her, what are your powers? What do you have? And she says, I'm, I'm tormented by demons. Oh, I know a lot of those. Cut the commercial. <laughs> are you calling us demons? No, not a <laughs> no, she Then she cut the commercial, then you come back and you realize that she, there's there's ghosts. There's ghostly things. Things are moving around by themselves. The, the plane goes down because something breaks it. I won't give it away, but uh, it's a pretty entertaining episode. I'll say, I'll put it that way. Um, and it does build a little bit more on the characters. Again, those of you who don't like it, you're not going to like it anyway. So, you know, as Jeff Lowe and I always said, can't please everybody. So there you go. Um, AMC's The Walking Dead. Okay, we know what's coming, sort of. They don't follow the comic book, but last year, last season for the finale, you and Joel and I talked about this, how it was kind of flat because the whole season was built up, the governor against Rick and, and, and the people from Woodbury against the prison, and nothing happened in the end, just a couple of firecrackers, and really, that's it? Now, we knew, those of you who read the comic book from, from Image, we knew where they're going, maybe, because what's the first shot you get as it's going to the title? The governor standing next to a tank. Wow. And we said, yep, little ass kicker's gonna die. That's Rick's little baby. Because, spoiler alert, if you haven't read the comic book, but this is like years ago. So if you haven't by now, well, there's the omnibuses, the collections out there so in case you want to go get them. But uh, that's how Lori and and uh, little ass kicker, their daughter, actually died. The governor kills them when, when he storms the prison with, with that big tank that he has. Now it's there. Governor's bag. We, they fooled us for... I kind of knew. I mean, those of us who watch this show, we kind of knew it's too good. When things are too good to be true, they're usually not. They kind of fooled us with him being a, a nice father figure now and a nice character. But no. You never know. He's back. Killed Martinez. Killed everybody. Spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't watched it. But really, in the middle of the week, almost Thanksgiving, you haven't watched it yet, you're not that big of a fan, are you? So... The, the, the actual governor, he's back again. We're ready for that. We're going to see what is going to happen. The little teaser thing coming next week says, all will fight, some will fall. I'm going to put my money. Where's my money? Here, I'm going to put Over here. Give my wallet Over back. Over here. I'm going to put my money on Herschel. That's okay. what I say. We wrote it down. So, what is also... Oh, Sleepy Hollow. Again, another one. They're, they were stuck in a haunted house. Why Excellent. didn't they air these in October? I mean, the the show as it is has a uh, has a haunted vibe about it as it is. The music is perfect for Halloween, which is when it premiered Sleepy Hollow. But uh, you know, again, another good episode, and they're on a, on a two week break. When we come back, even more excited. They love doing this. There was a there was an extended break the last time they did this. Guess who's back? Who's back? John Noble from Fringe. He's, yeah, he's his character. I like it because his name is Henry. Henry. Oh, I see. He, he's coming <laughs> back again. So Sleepy Hollow, again, just got that much better because John Noble is now on Sleepy Hollow. 
Um, but again, I see a trend here. It's not even October, like I said. You know, two haunted episodes in Shield and then in Sleepy Hollow. Grim, uh, haven't watched it. It's good. Actually, what was going? Oh, the JFK thing that happened. I think last week, so there was no Grim, but there is a Grim. That after you after you eat your turkey, you know, and you go out. Take I know you are. Go and brave the crowds and you, you, like going through walkers and what do they call that? The Black Friday and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> go buy stuff. I don't know why you can't buy it on Saturday, Sunday or Monday when nobody's there. Why yeah. it has to be on Friday. Of course, stores do get smart and have the sales only on Friday. Tricky, tricky snakes. Okay. Whatever. whatever. See, I'll do it like me. Here's a little hint from, uh, from me. Yeah. Just order stuff online. On your pajamas. Or in your pajamas, eating turkey. Well, yeah, you can't order it on your pajamas. Well, no. That'd be cool, though. Yeah. So, and uh, Almost Human, the third episode aired. Uh, I, I'm liking the show. Now, the, the ratings don't reflect it, but I know a lot of people who do like the show. I, I, I spoke to some of you in the the comic book shops, the two of them that I went to, and you guys were talking about it. And, and you like it. I like it, too. Um, what else? The, the Tomorrow People, did it air? I think that was on break, too. Because everybody's on break because the holidays throw everything off. I mean, TV-wise. It's kind of like, and you like this because you're a, uh, what do you call it, Giants fan, baseball fan. But I, you remember when back thousands of years ago when we first started, when when your when your Giants were winning, what they yeah, called? the World Series. Yeah, that, I was gonna say Super Bowls, but the World Series. That's your that's your thing. Yeah, no, yeah, I hated it because it interrupted my fringe. Oh, the coverage and it threw schedules all over the place. So kind of kind of the same thing here. I mean, we know that because the holidays are coming, Thanksgiving, then we get into Christmas mode. Can we discuss how annoying it is? You know, it, we're, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. It will be hours from now as we record this. But we're getting Christmas commercials already on TV. Yeah, what to buy, what to buy. Yeah, so uh, I think that's it as far as TV goes. Not, what else is... Uh, every, everybody's on break. I mean, we're going to get the usual, the, the, the... What is the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, of course, hey. on, <laughs> on, on, uh, th- on Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I'm going to say, I don't think I've ever seen that one. I, uh, we've all seen, I think I own... The Great Pumpkin, of course. I think everybody That's has that classic, one. But yeah. I don't remember watching this one. I might watch it just to, just to, to make sure that I haven't seen it. But I don't I'll remember seeing it. make sure you watch this. it. What's it about? Don't say Thanksgiving. I don't want to give it away. No spoiler alerts. So uh, a couple of guests. Actually, last week, um, not not too many downloads. And that it's okay. It's okay. Because we went back in the past. I was, okay, I was just being lazy. Okay. But now we do have actual guests. And they're both here in the studio one actually is a friend of you. Well, like you, both technically, you can consider them friends of yours because you got to meet um, both uh, the other one, the first one we'll have on. Both of them have been on here before, actually. So it's kind of like last week, except it, it they're they giving reunion. us an update on, on what on what they're doing now. So let's kick it off with um, Aliens Took My Girl. This is uh, it was a, it was a motion comic when I first met them back uh, in WonderCon when. Uh, when WonderCon was in its first year in Anaheim, and it was so good, like I said, that it gave me Rachel because she was working on that on that at the time. That's where we all know that's what Rachel wants to be. Well, what she really wants to be is she wants to be drawing the next X Wings in Episode Seven. But you have to start somewhere, so she started there with Aliens Took My Girl, and then when she's here, and you guys all know the rest. So let's start with that, and then I'll uh, come on back after we finish all the interviews in the clean house, call it a year. And get ready for the 2013 year-end Geek Awards. Oh, yeah. Ballot's still up there. Go vote while you're listening to this thing. Do it now. Well, after. The Geek Speak show will continue in a moment. Okay, so in January 2014, the Geek Speak show is launching their own podcast network. 
They're going to have shows just like Worlds Unknown, like you heard today. But there's also other shows that I really want to say, but I can't really say right now. So you have to come back and check out the Geek Speak Podcast Network, launching in January 2014. Hey, this is Todd McFry, I'm creator of Spawn, and one of the original founders of Image Comics, and you're listening to Geek Speak Show. Thanks for coming. I have no choice, actually. I, I'm here every week. So welcome back to the Geek Speak Show. Let's talk to let's talk to somebody who's been here before. It was a pretty cool project at the time. It was about a year ago, and it actually was so cool that it gave me Rachel. This is where Rachel came from. She she was doing she was involved in this. You guys remember it? I think it's still up on our our, our guest link section. You guys can take a look at that. Aliens took my girl, not mine. That's the name of at the time it was a motion comic. Back on to talk about it is Jesus Villarreal. Jesus, good to see you again. Hey, good to see you, Henry. Nice to be back. Yeah. So I was gonna say what's going on, but actually, since you're here, it's your creation. You tell everybody what what is going on with Aliens Took My Girl. Well, um, you know, if you remember, we went to WonderCon 20, 2012, I believe. Yeah, I no, 2011. Say, 2011. No, you were going to say 20 years ago. So no, it feels like 20 years ago, but it was just... <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was WonderCon 2011. That's when we uh, launched the first episode of, of a motion comic for, for Aliens. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we didn't have the success that we were hoping, you know, so we could keep doing more episodes, but it uh, launched some... It launched some interest to uh, people <clears throat> for us to do uh, graphics for them, you know, and I, so we we basically became a motion graphics studio. So the work kept coming in, but uh, the project got uh, dormant for a little bit. So uh, you know, we've been focusing on working on commercials and uh, corporate uh, presentations and uh, uh, title sequences and that sort of stuff. Um, but now. Uh, we have the opportunity to start working on the production for a graphic novel series that we're doing for for the story because uh, you know I really would I really want to tell the whole story because it's a pretty epic um, you know nice classic sci-fi. Well, that and you left it on a big <coughs> cliffhanger. They actually took the girl, so the, yeah, you know what happened? <laughs> exactly, and that that was always that always kept me you know um, on my toes. Like I always wanted to keep telling the story to know what happened to her you know, like out in outer space and what it is, like the series of events that will unfold afterwards. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a nice adventure and, uh, I've shared it around with some people just to kind of like get their uh, input and, you know, they're, they're excited for me to work on it. So, um, well, I want to talk to you about the, uh, the studio cause I really want to get into that. Did you got, you picked my curiosity. I'm sure everybody yeah. else did too, but before we do that, let's talk about the, uh, the actual story for a little bit, if you don't mind. Um, for those, is this, first of all, it's still up there. The uh, the whole motion comic, it's still up on. on yeah, it still has this own webpage, the aliens took my girl dot com. Okay, like, so yeah. some of you haven't seen it, go there. Not now. When we're done, when you're done listening to the interview, go ahead and take a look at that. But here's a little uh, uh, behind the scenes look, and not, not what it is. We won't spoil anything. But where did the story come from for for aliens took my girl? Where where where, where the idea? Where'd you get the idea for it? Well, um. You know, at a very young age, uh, I used to, you know, play play video games a lot. You know, Nintendo was very popular at the time. Uh, this is like late 80s. Um, and a game called Maniac Mansion came out, and that game caught my eye. Uh, like, and, and it inspired me for the longest time. Um, 
so as I grew older, like in college, I've always been um, a big fan of the big uh, epic sagas like Star Wars and Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, so on and so forth, you know. So uh, I always wanted to write my own, you know, uh, epic adventure. So uh, I just took the, you know, classics, classic uh, cheesy moments of every single um, fantasy space adventure and put it together. And I took the inspiration from uh, Maniac Mansion to make it a uh, whimsical, you know, classical, uh, very pop culture um, uh, environment, you know. So people, anybody from any generation could uh, uh, could relate to it, I guess. You know, that, that works, actually, because it works in music. It works in uh, in books. You know, you talk about Ready Player One all the time, and that has so many 80s references to the 80s video games and, and movies and everything. In movies, same thing. Especially in sci-fi, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of a return to the, the like classic '50s sci-fi, which is what yours. I've seen it a few times already. If you guys, again, if you guys haven't seen it, I'll put a link up on the uh, on our guest link so you guys can take 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 a look at it there. The uh, it's it's animated, obviously, but it does have that 1950s War of the Worlds kind of feel to it. Is it was is was was any of that did any of that inspire inspire the story? Well definitely um you know the uh the 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 classic influence of of um you know classic B sci fi movies was a big inspiration for me. You know uh I became a big fan of it when uh I I, I was in film school. You know, those were the uh, classic movies that always caught my eye, you know, all these like sci fi um sci fi oriented stuff, like any visual effect driven film, but at the time you know they had they had to work with what they had, but you know they still were brilliant, and uh, but we never got to see the all the greatness that that they show in these epic posters. Like the artwork always surpassed uh, what we saw on screen because they weren't able to do it. So I know, like you know, with with time, you know, we've we've uh, we've we've evolved our perception of, of of aliens and of the technology and. You know, so we've lost that retrofuturism, and I would want to see that retrofuturism manifested in, you know, with with the with the tools that we can use today. So that's why I kept it classic. You know, I would like to see the giant brain with tentacles, you know, go at the humans and the humans fighting back. And you know, I do want to see a big flying saucer, you know, round saucer, and I do want to see gray little men with big heads. And you know, I want to see the classical things from from that that um inspired uh you know the the great classics from nowadays you know but um uh, just pushing it a little bit more and keeping it yeah keeping it real yeah so so again that's uh, aliens took my girl the motion comic now it's going to be a graphic novel like you mentioned but before we get to that there's something kind of big that happened in between those those two be- between uh you released the motion comic and now it's going to be a graphic novel. And that is, instead of doing the second episode of Aliens Took My Girl, you decided, you know what? I'm going to think huge, not big. <laughs> you became a studio. Talk about that. How that happened? Uh, well, we, uh, we, we, had, we were so fortunate to have a really good team working on the project because, uh, you know, it was a school project. And, uh, for you know, the way we treated was uh, very professional. So we were pretty fortunate to all be working together. And I didn't want to lose that, so you know I had an open idea for uh, for um, you know opening a business and just trying to to work as a unit and and uh, 
and keep it alive you know we could we not necessarily had to work on aliens we could work on any anything else um you know because we had a good work ethic and uh we we understood each other as a team so uh unfortunately not everybody was able to stay on board so there's only it's only a few of us but um but you know they still they still um root for us and every time you know we keep them updated and and uh and close to whatever to whatever it is whether we're doing and uh we uh we just started getting you know uh uh getting real about it serious we started sitting down uh it was uh keaton tips and brit modal and myself we uh we we saw the potential on us working together and turning it into a studio and we got you know after wondercon we got one client and then uh shortly after that we got another client and it started to become real and then now we you know we have a good amount of clients if we we've done a, a considerable amount of work you know we've been in business for just a year so um you know it's a good turnout so we're we're happy with the progress and you call it you call it ATMG Studio. G five guesses where the ATMG comes from. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it's an homage because of, because of that was the first project that we worked together, and it is a project that we want to pursue. You know, as a as a product that we would like to have in our pocket. So um, it was only it was only fair to um, call our collective effort you know ATMG because that was um, that was the project that that made us basically. So what services do you guys provide for, in, in the studio? In case anybody wants to. Know? wonder if they can hire you oh well we do all sorts of like uh, motion graphics um you know uh, visual effects um uh, you know anything anything really in the in the visual effects world like we do production visual effects and animation uh mainly for visual for uh, for motion graphics at this point because uh because of the nature of our of our size like you, you know we're more we're more of what is considered a boutique, but uh, we have the flexibility to fluctuate, you know, to expand and contract depending on the projects that we take on. Their flux capacitors flux and they can fluctuate. <laughs> so atngstudio.com if you guys want to find out more. I'm assuming you have a little reel on there and everything because you can see what yes, kind of we, work we have. Yes, um, we have uh, an old demo reel. We are actually starting next year. Uh, we're going to have the new demo reel, which is everything that we worked up until... Um, till the end of the year so and we have pretty cool stuff from uh we've worked for ubisoft and uh we worked for um you know ted ted talks we did a ted education video and you know we have pretty good clients so there's really cool stuff for us to show next mm-hmm. so um yeah we're looking forward to that to, to showing the new demo reel next mm-hmm. year yeah and again all of you can see it on atngstudio.com i'll have a link up on the guest link section so that, now that actually gave you the opportunity to, to revisit again aliens took my girls not as a motion comic but as a graphic novel now so, so and by the way in case you're wondering he sounds pretty cool who is that his name is jesus villarreal he's the executive producer the owner of atng studios again atngstudio.com if you're gonna if you want to watch their reel and everything else and see and or maybe hire them for you know you need some visual effects worth work that's where you go to but like i said the studio allows you now to revisit aliens took my girl and continue it but now in graphic novel form so how'd that happen uh well the um I noticed with the first episode uh, of the motion comic, I wasn't able to really show uh, the depth of the story because it's actually um, I took pretty cool inspiration from uh, from um, you know like ancient aliens and uh, and uh, other other sources of um, of um, like 
astral projection and stuff like you know it's kind of like to come up with the with the philosophy of 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 how um my alien world would will work so um you know it it touches upon you know the the cradle of civilization and all these things and like the the aliens are involved and uh, you know, it's it's a little bit more epic than 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 just you know a goofy uh, classic sci-fi, but you know we are treating it as uh, for what it is, you know, which is just like a whimsical story. But we wanna we wanna add some depth to it, and I felt that uh, writing a um, a three book graphic novel would 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 make it justice. You know, just, just like like any big like any franchise, you know, you have to do a trilogy of sorts to just be able to explain the whole universe and the uh um the overall of the story yeah we talk to you know, directors actors but and writers and they say when they pitch ideas now to the, the hollywood studios hollywood studios they they write that the first question isn't okay how much is it going to cost it's how many stories do you have because they they want trilogies they, they, they think in threes i mean three must be like a number or something but they think in trilogies, um, you know, it's not. And if it if they're adapting a book like the Hunger Games or the Harry Potter, when Harry Potter was seven, although they made it eight, but um, when they adapt books, they they hope that it is a trilogy of books or or a lot of books because that just you know they can dip back into the well if the first one works. The first one did work. I'm assuming you're you're gonna go back as a graphic novel because while it was like you mentioned, it was fun, you know, working on the motion comic. You can you can get you can really flesh it out more the story in 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 in, in the graphic novel oh well absolutely like you have uh, more room to just you know explore each panel and uh, really go in detail because you know at the end of the day uh, the reader is the one who chooses you know it's the ultimate editor you know they can look at it for as long as they want so um i am i am a really big sucker for when they add easter eggs on the stories and you know, they they add little plants and payoffs that come out at the you know later on. You know, it's just for that rewatch value. You know, you must be loving the Marvel movie universe. Right? <laughs> yeah, I really do. It's <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty cool what they're doing. So, um, you know, it's just like any like any of those big things. You know, like Star Wars and and uh, whatever it's happening, whatever happened like in the classical moments with uh with the with the horror movies, like you know with the the Wolfman and you know Wolfman meet Frankenstein and all these like. Uh, sequels and sagas you know it's 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 a big inspiration to to have written aliens because at the end of the day this um the first book is just um an event that happens that will um that will start a um a web of you know of of of, of a number of standalone stories because of the events that happened so for these guys you can say that you can consider the the motion comic like <coughs> zero issue well, actually, um, Aliens Took My Girl is only the first book. Uh, the, the, the saga is actually called The, uh, the Quantum Adventures of Oliver Hawk, which is the name of the main character, Oliver Hawk. And uh, that is our central, um, you know, there's our central character to the story. And it's, you know, it's basically the hero, you know. So we follow him and his, his quest. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, of course he's not alone. He's got a team of people. He's the one that has the crush on the girl, but you know, he's the, n- but now the aliens kid. took her. So yeah. So, uh, kind of needs her back. Exactly. So, but, but, you know, it'd be kind of difficult being a 12 year old boy, but you know, he, you know, discovers, um, certain, un- you know, unfolds certain powers from, uh, outer space and is able to, 
you know, uh, fulfill his mission, I guess. Now, no pressure on you, but when when do you hope to have it completed and ready for public consumption? Well, um, you know, I was shooting to have it by fall, the first book by fall next year. Um, you know, the yeah, definitely the first book. It's a four-issue um, book, you know, depending on how uh, we, we try to distribute if we want to do a single issues or we just want to compile it into, um, you know, a one volume, uh, one shot, uh, which is probably, you know, the, the direction that we might take, I'd say fall, um, fall next year. So around this time next year, then around, around time. Yeah. Around this time next year. So around this time next year, you'll hear him again here on the Geek <laughs> Speak Show. So again, he's Jesus Villarreal, executive producer and the owner of ATNG Studio, atmgstudio.com. If you guys want to know what they do, you want to hire them for some work on one of your projects. Aliens Took My Girl was, is still the motion comic. I'll have a link up there so you, in case you guys haven't watched it, you can watch it. And it's transforming now into a graphic novel, going to flesh out the story even more. Jesus, thanks a lot for coming back and giving us an update. And, and like I said, uh, I wish you nothing but success. You're welcome back next year when we're ready to talk about the graphic novel. Thank you so much for having me. It'd be a pleasure to be back. But now let's get a little personal. We have this is the last weekend that they can vote for the uh, the, the 2013 year end award show. We're just gonna take one since you like movies. I have two movie categories up there. One is the best movie. One is the we call the WTF, which is the, the worst movie. So I won't tell you who's leading right now, but the. Uh, the nominees for the uh, the best movie are Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I think Star Trek Into Darkness is in there also. Um, the Hobbit, I believe, is in there. I forget who it is. And Ender's Game, I think, is in there also. Um, but out of all the movies that you've seen, wh- who would you give it to? Best movie for 2013. Um, well, it all depends. Are we talking about sci-fi movie? Well, I'm talking about the movies that... We actually, people we actually, actually go see. Okay. Like Robert Downey Jr. said one yes. time. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, I'd say Gravity. Gravity? Yeah. Well, I haven't seen that one, but yeah. Movie uh, movie of the year? Definitely. Yeah. Gravity so far. Well, you know, it's pretty up there with Ender's Game. Okay. What about the worst movie of 2013? Um, what happened during the summer? Like what, what movies played? During the summer, there's we had, a few of them that we had Iron Man I three into darkness. We had Pacific Rim. We had uh, Ender's Game. Well, Ender's Game was towards the, I guess, still towards the end of summer. We had the new Riddick movie. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, uh positive with movies. I never, I never rate them bad. Like you know, I I always try to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, even like After Earth. I you know I enjoyed it for what it is. Means he didn't enjoy it too much. No. So, Jesus Villarreal, executive <laughs> producer, owner of ATNG Studios. Thanks again for coming on, and we will talk to you, if not sooner, definitely next year when the uh, graphic novel is ready to come out. Hi, this is Tara Platt, and I play Katarina on League of Legends. And this is Yuri Lowenthal. I'm Ben Tennyson on Ben Ten. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the Geek, Geek Speak Show. Show. You are. Well, you're on the wrong podcast. So, welcome back. We just talked to. Jesus Villarreal talking about uh, Aliens Took My Girl. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. It's going to become a graphic novel. I'll talk about transforming. So, it seems like we're going back in time. It's uh, from 40 years ago or something like that, 400 years ago. 
we had her on. If you, all of you who are the originals, who are old like I am, you might remember somebody who came on really quick when we were a live internet radio show and told us all about her dreams and passions. And she's here to tell us about, yeah, reality now. No, she's going to tell us about what, what's still going on. Let's welcome her to the show. Actually, in the studio with me is Melissa, Melissa Palais, which is an animator and illustrator, right? That's right. Yeah, welcome back to the show. And nice to see you this time instead of just on the phone. Yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, so so what, what has been... Well, actually, we do have a ton of new listeners, so they may not all remember uh, the, our quick conversation from way back then. I'm making you sound really old, but you're not, really. Um, so tell us all about yourself. What, what were your passions and dreams that you spoke about back then? Uh, it probably hasn't changed. Uh, so I've, uh, I think my passion was animating and telling stories and drawing a lot. Uh, I still enjoy drawing a lot. I draw even more now. And uh, I'm on the verge of graduating, so it's pushed to the to the like top degree. It's uh, it's been a, a it's been a while, but it's it's uh, good times well spent, basically. What do you draw? Uh, I draw. Or should I, I say, what don't you draw? <laughs> that actually might be a better question. Uh, I'm, I I draw a lot of things, but mainly I like drawing characters. Uh, I also uh, draw a lot of. Uh, what would you say? I draw I draw characters that that look like they could become alive because I really like those kinds of drawings. Like I, I also see it in comic books and films, like the drawings that just look like they'll just pop out at you. That can be a good or bad thing. I mean, you could really terrify a kid who's gonna look at one of the things like, "Yeah, hey, mom's gonna jump out at me," <laughs> or or you know, like some of the comic books today, the Marvel ones, the DC ones that the, the art looks like that, like like Spider Man, Superman, they look like they're actually flying through the panel. Uh, speaking of, to for you, what what is the goal with this? What do you want to do with with the drawings? See, and I, I can show everybody. See, see how cool it is. <laughs> Just use your imagination. But, but what's your goal with the uh, with the drawings? I really like to tell stories. I, I really like to get people invested in a story. I think it, it's it's magical when uh, you could just flip through a page or watch a scene and suddenly you're there. I think that's that's a great feeling, and I would really like to give that feeling to people. Yeah, uh, comic books, I've always said, and, and, and Joe Field, friend of the show, the reason why we have free comic book day, he's always said the comic books, they hit everything from your brain, both mm-hmm. the, the visual and the, the, uh, the, the imagination, because you have, you have to use your brain to figure out the story. Yeah, there's, there's, there's words in the two, Joe, and yet you do have to read through the comic books. Uh, Joe is one of our new guys. He doesn't like to read. But really, he doesn't like to read. So then he could, he could go with yours. He, um, I was going to say, the, uh, besides all this stuff, a lot of them, they do look, like you said, they do look like they can move, jump out of the page. Would you ever be interested in that, in animation or anything like that? Oh, definitely. I guess, uh, uh, for now, I'm studying like how I can make them better and how I can improve them. Because every day we, we learn about, um, like, add this or take away that, and then you could, you could feel that they're alive. Because I guess, before, four years ago, it was a different story where that I was still working on it, and every I still am. But back then, um, I was still uh, I was still getting used to the idea of uh, making your characters look alive because uh, I didn't grasp it. And after watching everybody in my life and drawing people on the street and drawing uh, my classmates and anything else I can see, I just started getting it. Uh, I also started reading a lot more, uh, watching more films, watching more TV, and playing more video games, which I think is the the new thing that people are starting to do. Back then, it wasn't so big, but now it's like video games, man. They're like the next 
they're the next big thing next to like a movie. Like, yeah, I was gonna say now because of the graphics now and then the consoles too. It is like stepping into a movie. You're playing a part in the movie. It's a small feature film for you know your console or your PC now. Yeah, it's nuts. And, then, and also when 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 you do this kind of stuff, you mentioned that you're about to graduate. Also, when you're going through school, is it how do I put it? Kind of limiting because you can only go with what they teach you in school or because if you're super talented super creative and you just want to go crazy uh is it kind of like having wearing a straight jacket because you know your assignment is do xyz but you want to do jk and everything else i'd say it's it's a balance between the two and i say that because you always start uh, you enter the program because you have these ideas and what what my, my school's program, which is a San Jose State University's um, AI program, they their goal is to have you fine tune it and study basics, and then from basics you can go back to your imagination and make them as best as possible with um, the basics that you've learned. So it's like before you can draw people in fancy clothes, you need to study how to draw people, you need to study how to draw clothes, and you need to know about lights and colors and just uh, um, how you can just see it and make it look more physically real in front of you. It's uh, Basics are important. And then uh, now you that I'm- You see what I've always said? I always yeah. say that. You gotta start with the basics or you're not gonna get anywhere. It's it's true. Uh, I just came from a CTN, which is a, a year, an annual convention where a lot of people from the industry come together and share and, and there's conventions and panels. and. Through all those panels I've been to, uh, they they say the same thing. The first thing you gotta know is learn how to draw. Once you learn how to draw, you can get everywhere else. And I and I carry that with me even after the past four years, even after six years of being at school, I still do that. I still think about it. Yeah, yeah, and then and you know, the, uh, same thing with what I do here. A lot of people think that you can just turn on the microphone and it just comes out like that. But a lot have come through here. They and all of you regulars, you remember them. They, they, they. Our producer Angel, she, she's been through a, had a few headaches with some of those people. You won't say names, right? Unless you want to come on and say names. <laughs> but yeah, you just got you, you got to start with the basics. Otherwise, you and from there just psh, go with the flow. Also, you were, you were talking before we started, before I pushed record on this thing, you, you said you, you, you teach also? Yeah, I uh, so I'm a student and part-time. I, I do work at uh, Kids Creative Adventures, which is uh, it's a little school in Los Gatos. It's, it's actually more of like a, an independent group. Uh, we go to these, after, it's like an after-school program for elementary school kids uh, down in Los Gatos and Santa Clara and around that area. And, uh, we teach kids how to draw cartoons. We also teach them, uh, about history and other things. But uh, the one I try to focus on is the cartooning, uh, just draw, teach them how to draw their favorite characters and try to encourage them to also, uh, draw their own characters. Uh, it's also not just drawing the cartoons, but we also teach them about hand-eye coordination and sort of the value and how, how much drawing can actually help children. Must be a lot of Finn and Jake drawing then, huh? <laughs> um, not as much, but um, when I do, I also try to encourage him to like create, be creative. Good, yeah, be original. Don't just copy something and call it a reboot or something. But uh, we won't go into that conversation. <laughs> Talking to Melissa Palacios, she's an animator and illustrator. You can go to her. I'm assuming this is where everything is. Palacios.blogspot.com. You have got all your work, everything on there. Yes, uh, I also have a 
portfolio there. And uh, I think I have a link to my LinkedIn account there as well. And in the future, I'm opening a DeviantArt, which will also be posted on that blog. There you go. Everything all easy for you in one place. Now, I didn't mention before we started recording that I'm going to get a little bit personal towards the end. I am now. Be my guest. Um, how much is in your pocket right now? No. <laughs> We're doing, this is the last week, this is the last show for the year, for 2013, but this is also the last week that everybody can vote on that ballot for, that we're doing the uh, the award show at the end. Let me ask you, since you like this kind of stuff, let's start with, uh, we call it the 2013 Geek Out, meaning the best film. These are the nominees, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, Man of Steel, Ender's Game, and The Hobbit. Yes, I know, we haven't seen it yet, but we're just assuming. Which one of those would you give it to? Or if you want to do a write-in, or speak in, you, you can do that. Where's gravity? Uh, pick something up and there you go. Let it drop. <laughs> I'd vote that. Um, that's two, actually, for <laughs> gravity now. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, that's my pick. <laughs> now, the What the F Award, that's the worst film, obviously. The, the nominees are The Lone Ranger, Iron Man 3, After Earth, and we have also G.I. Joe Retaliation in there. If you want to add another one in there, you can, or which one of those would you give it to? Um, the What the F? Yeah. Hmm. Worst film, in other words. Oh, that's so sad. I don't know. I kind of liked Iron Man 3. It was cheesy fun, but it was a bit ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. That's a kind of hard one to pick. Uh, I guess I'll give it to G.I. Joe. All those armors that you saw at the end, you could fly them all through the plot holes in the movie. <laughs> uh, t- the best TV show, Grimm, Big Bang Theory, Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead. Well, sorry. AMC is The Walking Dead. I was got to do that. Uh, Falling Skies on TNT. You know what? Uh, I'm going to give it to Game of Thrones, but specifically more from a brother because he's a really huge fan of that show. The best new TV show, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Sleepy Hollow, Heroes of Cosplay, Fangasm, or The Tomorrow People. Mm. Yes, yeah, very good episode, by the way, this week. Uh, not to sway you or anything. <laughs> that one I'm not too sure of, to be honest. Uh, so I don't know. That's your final answer. Uh, I'm going to give that one a, a neutral. I'm not sure. Uh, best comic series, ongoing series, Ultimate Spider-Man from Marvel. Just, who else makes Spider-Man? The Superior <laughs> Spider-Man, Batman, Red Hood and the Outlaws, The Walking Dead, or Saga? Uh, I'll give it to The Walking Dead. And this one, you kind of mentioned um, this a minute ago. Video Game of the Year, The Last of Us, Tomb Raider, Injustice, Gods Among Us, Madden, NFL 25. I just lost my list, but that's pretty much it. I'm not really sure. Oh, um, wait, the Tomb Raider come out this year or was that yeah, early this year? Earlier this year, uh, you know what? Um, I'm drawing a blank, but I did see the artwork for that, so I guess I'm gonna go with. Ow! My gut. Had to bite. I was gonna answer, but I have to bite my tongue. I can't be biased and say <laughs> what I'm voting for. Uh, I'll just stick with. I'll just do Tomb Raider for now. Very well. Um, <laughs> that's the gavel saying. That's enough. The uh, the last one it's uh, pretty even, evenly towards one side, but it's uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award. Last year we gave it to the guy looking at you right there in the studio, Stanley. No, he's not here. It's just this picture that he gave us. It's glorious. Excelsior. But this year we only have two nominees, and they're two pretty big ones: Steven Spielberg or George Lucas. Which would you go? Would you go? Oh with? man, that's like flipping a coin. <laughs> it's like, hmm. You know what? I'm going to give it to. I'm going to get into Steven Spielberg. Ha ha. That sounds like a I think he just evened it out. So, so there you go. Just a little bit of fun at the end. Um, 
Anything else you want to say before we say goodbye to everybody? Uh, I'm just going to say a shout out to all of my shrunken headband people, uh, graduates and non-graduates, because I know you guys are out there and you guys are doing an awesome job. Okay. I was wondering where you were going with the shrunken heads, but okay. <laughs> Glad you explained that one. <laughs> Melissa Palacios, an animator and illustrator again, palaciospage.blogspot.com. Go to our guest link section. It's all on there for you. Thank you for coming by. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. This is the Geek Speak Show Book Club. Sci-fi, fantasy, horror, graphic novels, biographies. You'll hear them here on the Geek Speak Show Book Club. Yes, you will. One last time in 2013, let's pick some books. Not your nose, some books. Books. So since you're here and you know we made a big announcement at the beginning of the show, you're going to be here, just not as producer, but... You bought a, you bought a couple of books. A couple of books. Few books. Yeah. What is? Would you go to the library? No, you bought. No, those. I actually bought these. <laughs> so what, what books do you have over there? Okay. Well, the first one I have is called The Occult America, and it talks about the the mystic history of our nation, and um, it just basically gets into the basics of the occult and how it applies to things like the New World Order and such. So, kind of conspiracy theories. That's the second book that I also have that that deals with cults, conspiracies, and secret societies. So we got the Freemasons, the Illuminati. And Why are you going to be doing stuff. this podcast again? I don't, I don't see the connection. Well, it's world's unknown. We don't know what's out there. And the last one is the Dream Illuminati. Everything is Illuminati. Uh, I really wasn't going for that. Um, it just happened to be so. And it's another conspiracy that I haven't really. I heard about it, but I haven't really checked it out. So I'm going to see what this is about before the show launches in January. Some secret society. We have, there's books about it. I know. It's so secret. Uh, well, I just had to go classic for the, uh, the last one for 2013 on all of you. I've done this before. My book for this week, just because I guess I'm getting ready for the movie next month. Lord of the Rings, the original from J.R.R. Yeah. Tolkien. Um, I read... Actually, I... Call me weird, whatever you want, but I actually started reading it backwards this time. I started from uh, the the Return of the King, and then the appendices, and 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 then the other books in order. Uh, it happens. Well, part of it is because you know I haven't seen the movie at this point. None of us have, obviously. But it, there's some things that don't fit into. I mean, I, I can see. Don't add up. How can I say this without spoiling? I can see the necromancer story that they're putting into the uh, into they put into the Hobbit in the first one. No one's going to continue into this one into the last one. But you know, I guess you know what book I'm going to read after this one after Turkey and all that stuff. Uh, the Hobbit, the original too. But my um, the the um, the book for this for the last one for 2013 is again a classic for all of you. J.R.R. Tolkien. I know all of you own it or read it or like put 20 million times like I have. But that's what I decided to read because it's been raining finally for one day yeah. here in San Francisco. And it's, it's perfect rainy weather reading. So that's the last book club. That's the last episode, really. A couple of pretty cool, interesting kids. Yeah, they were kids when they first came on here. They're not kids anymore. Sorry, both of you. You're getting older. It happens. No. <laughs> but um, that's it for 2013. One more, not an episode, but we'll do the uh, the year-end Geek Award show. So that means you have two weeks left. That ballot down on the, uh, Website. Where the computer is. Just go down a little. Vote often. Vote early. Vote. Same as any election. And you'll... Uh, why are you making those faces at me? Because I'm just thinking about what, what I'm going to eat tomorrow. What are you going to eat tomorrow? Yeah. So many choices. There's only one. I know, but there's so many choices. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Depends whose house you go to. 
Yeah, so again, a little bit of house cleaning before we get out. Again, yeah, the, tw- the uh, 2013 year-end Geek Award show will air in a couple of weeks from now. You decide who's going to be the best picture, who's going to be the worst picture, who's going to be the best online podcaster. Can't give it to us. I know you enjoy listening to us, but you can't give it to us. That'd be kind of, well, you could, but... We're trying nah. to be nice. <laughs> yeah, keyword being trying. So, that's happening. Also, not taking submissions anymore, but... It will launch in January 2014, specifically maybe the second week, because I know everybody's going to be hungover or whatever, Joe, over uh, New Year's (laughs) Eve and New Year's Day and all that stuff. So the second week in January, we will launch the Geek Speak Podcast Network. There will be plenty of shows and different shows. You heard about Angel and and her uh, paranormal show. It's not all that. That I have a feeling that's going to be a popular one because those are some of our our most downloaded shows. I'm never talking anything scary. Or the Halloween shows always get the most downloads. So you're going to do that on a regular basis. See, so yeah. now I'm really not lying when I say we celebrate Halloween here every single day on the Geek Speak show. Maybe not on the show, but on the network. At least in my house. Well, you got a weird house, but yeah. we won't Maybe go it's there. We don't know. There's a line there, but we won't go in there. Um, but I, was, uh, I won't say what they are exactly, but I will say you will hear um, Star Wars. You will mm-hmm. hear about video games. Yay. You're also going to hear about just Geek geek culture in general not with our show our show is going to be there it'll be the flagship but it'll be somebody else's take on it pretty pretty fun and funny so you'll, you'll like it. you're gonna hear joe also and his friend who he says is really funny i don't know you guys know <laughs> what joe's idea of funny is so we'll see what happens with that so i was gonna say what we always say coming back next week but coming back next year and i'll speak more geek Bye. See you in a year. Henry and the gang will return next week with an all new episode. The Geek Speak show is powered by GeekTyrant.com, MightyBill.com, Ramascreen.com, ZergNet.com, and Collider.com. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes. Follow them on Twitter at GeekSpeakShow1. Become a fan on Facebook and watch event coverage on YouTube slash GeekSpeak videos. See you next week. Cheerio. The Geek Speak Show. Now, as recorded, it's it's uh, hours before Thanksgiving and eating triggers and all that. But Sunday, AMC's The Walking Dead, the mid-season finale comes again. I'm going to put my money on Herschel. I think he's going to not become a walker, but I think he's, we got to say bye-bye to Herschel. We'll see. Come on back next year, and we'll see if I was right.